Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Now we welcome Lisa Lanier, our official attorney, to this program. She does a segment called Lawyer Up. Inside at least three legal cases, usually more. And she solves them all only in minutes. Hello, Lisa. How you doing? I am fantastic. I hope you guys are. Doing very well. Lisa. Thank you. There's a story we talked about yesterday. There's really, we know the illegality here. We know the guy is wrong. He is running. He's hoping to be on the Supreme Court of Tennessee, but he's originally from Alabama. And while he was going through a divorce, he buried $100,000 in his backyard. Okay. All right. Some say he was trying to keep it away from his wife so that she didn't know he had those assets going into the divorce where he had to pay her. He says, I'm country. That's what we do. Duh. <laughs> backyards in Alabama are filled with money. Where Dave Aiken and I grew up country strong. It's true. We buried all sorts of stuff in the backyard. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Really None did. of which was cash. Right. That's right. <laughs> We'd be burying one dog and dig up another dog by accident. That's right. You know, we did for a year. That would, that's how we did. That's how we did. It. We would bury money and forget where we buried it. Exactly. And then we, exactly. We up the whole backyard because we're country. country. Yes. Right. So this judge. Right. I don't even know why you're bringing this up. This judge is country. I was on his side. I said, you know, I don't see what this man has done wrong here. Now he also did gain access to emails between her and her attorney, but he claims I just tripped over that. I don't know. <laughs> just in my opinion. So uh, the question we had two questions. One, does he have any legal leg to stand on? Can he be on that Tennessee Supreme Court? Because for me, he's cut out for it. <laughs> yeah, he's perfect for it. I think. No, he he did a bunch of stuff. So he was also the bank was also after that money because he had a failed business venture and owed a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. So it was actually they say more likely that he was trying to hide that hundred thousand dollars from the bank than even hiding it from his wife. Mm. He also, like you said, he hacked into his wife's work email. He impersonated his well, the person he thought was his wife's lover to gain access to that man's information. That's right. Um, he went to a hotel and pretended to be that man so he could get receipts and stuff like that. So mm. he did a whole bunch of unscrupulous stuff, which, again, perfect, right? For the Supreme I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm right. not mad at this Are guy. Are you saying he's going to lose re-election? <laughs> I'm just not right. mad at it. Uh, so he's now under criminal investigation, and that's going to be the, the kicker right there. I, mean, I think some of this stuff, you know, when it's just allegations— you can, you know, it'll kind of slide off of you if you've got that sort of Teflon, you know, mm -hmm. political clout. But here where he's starting to be investigated by several, several criminal bodies, like, it's, you know, it's not just, it's he's violated banking laws. Yeah, I think he's violated federal laws with regard to the hacking into the, he hacked into her work computer, which mm -hmm. is kind of a big deal. Mm. So I think he's in trouble, and that's going to be the problem. You don't think the I'm from Alabama defense will work? <laughs> in the history of the legal profession, you've seen a lot. Has the I'm country defense <laughs> ever won? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm trying to remember from my cousin Vinny. How did all that's right? Uh, you know. Their city, uh, he's city. The yeah. judge is country. Yeah, the country, tourist is yeah. country. You know, country lost there. City won. <laughs> Big city won yeah. on that one. Bunch of carpet baggers. Yeah, right. they came down and beat us. Mm -hmm. uh, the other question we had was: if you just buried a hundred thousand dollars in your backyard 
not trying to get it just like i don't trust the banks i'm burying a hundred thousand dollars in my backyard nothing wrong with that right nothing wrong with that nope, nothing wrong with that at all as long thing. as you're not hiding it from somebody way we grew up damn right <laughs> safest yeah. place to put it in my opinion <laughs> yeah gain about as much interest as the savings account yeah. will now <laughs> mattress catch fire ground up. yeah Fit that man for his robe. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely right. Damn right. That's right. A woman in Louisiana is suing Heineken over their non-alcoholic brew because it contains 0.03% alcohol. In the lawsuit, the woman argues there are consumers who do not wish to ingest even a minuscule amount of alcohol that is contained in this product. I believe that almost every single near beer has a tiny amount of alcohol in it. I don't know why, but isn't that always the case? Does does she have a case here, according to the article, to use the non-alcoholic label, a brew just has to be less than 0.5% alcohol by volume. This is 0.03, so they seem to be within the law. Any chance for this woman, Lisa Lanier? So the only chance she has that this sort of sets her apart mm-hmm. from other lawsuits, like, you know, let's say if she had sued another beer manufacturer for non-alcoholic beer just for using Mm non-alcoholic she would not have a chance there because they're following fda regs that say like you said as long as you're less than 0.5 percent you're okay and they're well below that but what heineken does here that's a little bit different big is all outdoors on their label biggest thing on the label is on the front under the heineken word it says 0.0 And that is the problem. They are advertising it as 0.0, and Mm -hmm. that is what is misleading. And I think that's the only thing that sets her apart and maybe gives her a chance. They still have that argument. Heineken does. Hey, that's just what we're calling it, but we're following the FDA regulations. But I think the fact that they put it in there with that decimal and the 0.0, it does sort of mislead. And some, like you said, some, especially people in recovery, they don't want to drink even a minuscule amount of Mm. alcohol. Mm. And so, you know, she, that's apparently this lady, I don't know if she was in recovery, but she was looking for something that had absolutely no alcohol yeah. and was ingesting that because it said 0.0. Well, that's it. I think that I'm on her side then, because if they say 0.0 and it's not, they're lying. It's in all their ads. I mean, if you if you look at the ads, which is one of the stranger ad campaigns you'll ever see, it's like these guys drinking green Obviously, that Heineken green mm-hmm. bottle. Right. One of them's behind the wheel of a car, and the cop's trying to write, you know, the cop wow. starts writing him a ticket. He's like, uh, it's 0.0. And the officer's like, you're in a no parking zone. Uh, yeah. Or a guy's cracking one open before a big meeting. And they're like, what? Mm-hmm. It's 0.0, fellas. Okay, yeah. Wait, yeah. So are they playing the math game? It's 0.05. Can they get away with that? Is oh, that you're what right, because it it's 0.03 is what it three. is. Is it a tiny three? So, so, so 0.0 <laughs> is true. Yeah, because they just leave off. The they leave off the three, but it does make it look like it's absolutely zero. You know, but but we're talking about such a minuscule amount of alcohol. Yeah. This is the same amount of alcohol that is in some breads mm-hmm. and and fermented juices. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a super minuscule amount. Dave has that for breakfast. Are you kidding? Dave's put that in his cereal. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Dave wakes up 0.03. Look, look how smart you are. Yeah, you'd blow that right now. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I'm with big beer on this one. Sorry, you lady. You're big beer. I swat her away like out. a mosquito. Look how smart you are about that hundredth place country learning. What is 0.0? It's yeah. country Decimals strong. and all. That's good. That's very good, yeah. Dave. Yes, that's right. That's not an ingredient. I mean, that's not a... A te- that's just a term they're using. Mm, 0.0. Yeah, if you probably look at the back of the bottle, it probably says it does contain 0.03%. Do you think, Lisa, right. is there a beer on the market that has absolutely 0.00000? 000 000? 
alcohol. Not that I'm aware of. No, because I think because they try to make it, you know, the idea it's beer. So it goes through a process. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they have to have a little bit of alcohol. If you want the hot for it good. to be beer. Dave, do you ever drink any non-alcoholic beer? I'm drinking coffee right now. <laughs> that's, <what I> mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's just not. There's water. There's yeah. diet coke that you like. All that's non-alcoholic. Well, not alcoholic. Yeah. It would be interesting to see how how this sells. You know, yeah. Because there there, oh. there was a time I remember in the maybe late 1980s, early 90s when. I think Caliber was one of the big mm-hmm. non-alcoholic yeah. beers. Yes. Maybe that was a Coors product or something. But anyway, but even then, people would say there's a tiny, there's a trace amount mm-hmm. of, of alcohol. You'd have to, you'd have to well, you know, I, I do think it's selling pretty well. I mean, I, and I have, you know, I, I like to entertain, have a backyard party here and there. Mm-hmm. And I stock it every time I have a party because people are asking for it who are, really? you know, a lot of people are trying to be health conscious. Yeah. They're trying to give up this and that, you know, going on these whole dirty diets and stuff. Yeah. So I always have it around in case anybody's giving up alcohol. Well, there's that. What do you know? You know, my wife gave up alcohol for January one year. And uh, that's yeah. right. How'd that go? She's back on it now. I'll tell you. She's <laughs> making up for lost time. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. Well, yeah. do you actually, you know, the. I just read the other day. I always thought wine was good for you. That was like not fattening anyway, you know. But I read the other it's day. Full sugar. It, it is. It's all sugar. It, I didn't know yeah, that. All sugar. I didn't yeah. know. You keep that to yourself. <laughs> Liquor too. <laughs> I know. Well, I, if it's all sugar. You're right. There, there's so much, and I didn't really. I mean, that's why you get the term like beer gut. Shut know? it. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Kelly, have you tried? Kelly, have you tried hard kombucha? That's pretty good, and that's low sugar. No, that's a, that's a really good. Oh. Try, check it out. Hard kombucha. A hard kombucha. A hard kombucha. Chris Dim had that at his last physical. <laughs> <laughs>